Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Yesterday, we introduced, again, a book that has been published by Harvest House Publishers, a book that Eric wrote titled Introducing Christianity to Mormons. Now, in yesterday's show, we were talking about the genesis for this book. Why did Eric even feel to write something like this? And we were also discussing the title because this is, as I mentioned yesterday, a post-2018 book. And of course, when Russell M. Nelson became the president of the church, he made it very clear to members not long after he became the president that they should not be using words like Mormons or Mormonism or even LDS, but he wanted the more proper titles used to describe not only the church, but individual members. That's not really productive in what we are doing. Uh, This book titled Introducing Christianity to Mormons. It was titled that way on purpose because Mormon, even though Russell M. Nelson may not like it when describing members of the church, it does resonate with a lot of people who are not all that familiar with the proper name of the church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mormon is just so simple, and I think Gordon B. Hinckley made that point back in the 1990s when this came up by Russell M. Nelson in a conference message that was six months prior to Gordon B. Hinckley's comments. He basically said, look, they could call us worse. He didn't have a real problem with the word Mormon. But because Russell M. Nelson does, all of a sudden, a lot of the faithful are getting in line with their prophet because that's what they see as being loyal to the church and loyal to Jesus Christ. Now, yesterday I I mentioned how Russell M. Nelson actually said that it offends the Savior when you don't use the proper name of the church. I have to assume it also offends him if you refer to yourself as a Mormon or you use LDS to describe yourself. Because now, according to the style guide, you're not supposed to use either LDS, Mormon, or even Mormonism. I mentioned yesterday, I'll say it again, I'm not hiding this, I do think that directive is somewhat silly. Uh, I think Russell M. Nelson's making a, a big deal out of this. I don't really believe it upset Jesus at all when a past leader used the phrase Mormon church or even referred to themselves as a Mormon. And Gordon B. Hinckley did do that. He did do that. He even wrote a book, What of the Mormons, back in 1947. And that title was used for a track that was published by the church years later. Was Gordon B. Hinckley offending Jesus when he used those words. I I wouldn't think so, but this is the way it is, and so this is why we were discussing it. But let's talk about the artwork on the book, Eric, Introducing Christianity to Mormons. When you look at the book, it has a picture of what appears to be uh, a New England-style church, a building with a steeple and a small cross on the top. And then over the word Mormons, you have the image of the angel Moroni. That's the same image that you find on many temples that are owned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. What about that artwork? 
Let me tell you what happened about six months ago. They sent me the prototype for the cover they were suggesting because I have nothing to do with the cover. This is Harvest House Publishers in Oregon. Great publisher. They published our book in 2018 called Sharing the Good News with Mormons. They were my first choice to do this book and they accepted it. I'm so happy that they have done it because they have a heart of ministry. And even though this is a niche book that's not going to sell very many copies, they were willing to take it. But when they sent it to me, they had two buildings. One was of the church you're mentioning that sits right above Christ and Christianity. And then they had a picture of a Mormon temple over the O on Mormons. And so on the left-hand side, you had this building that with no cross on it, you know, it was hard to tell what that was versus what looked like a Mormon temple. Well, a lot of people don't know what Mormon temples look like, and a lot of people looked at this picture and probably wouldn't be able to figure out what was going on here, why these two buildings were being used. I put it out on my Facebook page as well as MRM's Facebook page to see what people thought, and overwhelmingly they thought the same thing. And so we added a cross to the church on the left-hand side to make it very obvious this is going to be a church. And then their recommendation, and I took it, was that the temple just wasn't temple-ish enough because the LDS Church does a number of temples, but on many of those temples, sitting on top is a statue of Moroni, and they felt that would be much more understood and accepted as that's representing Mormons. So over Christianity is the Church, over Mormons is Moroni. And uh, it's very simple. That's all the artwork there really is besides filling in the O's and the A's and the R's. They filled that in with uh, like a yellowish color and, and very simple. So I think it's to the point. You, you can pretty much know what it's going to be talking about. It's a Christian book written to help people understand how they can share their Christian faith with those who belong to the LDS Church. Well, let's ask the million-dollar question. So in light of what you just said, and in light of what we discussed yesterday, is this book meant more for Christians, or is it meant more for Latter-day Saints? Primarily, it's for Christians. It's a Christian publisher. We're not going to market a book to Latter-day Saints, who mostly aren't going to buy it. But it is, it is a book that any Christian who would like to better be able to share their faith should read, I think, to be able to get an understanding of what the basics are of, of the Christian faith to be able to explain to a Latter-day Saint those differences. So when we come to a word like God the Father, when we come to a word like Scripture, then that they will be able to distinguish what those words are. And so when they're trying to explain Christianity, when they use specific terms that we use in Christianity to understand where the Latter-day Saint is coming from. What I did in the very back in the appendix is I put together a dictionary that gives definitions between what Christians would say a word means versus what the Latter-day Saint would say. And every time it's used, the first time in, in this book, like atonement, for instance, it's going to be italicized, which I say in the introduction is meant for you. If you don't know what that word atonement means for the Christian versus what it means for the Latter-day Saint, you can go to the back and a simple one-sentence explanation to help distinguish that. So primarily for Christians, but as we mentioned yesterday, Bill, I think it's also a book I wrote to, I wanted to make sure I was not being offensive unnecessarily. I mean, the cover itself might concern some Latter-day Saints, the idea that Mormonism is not Christianity. So I already have that going against me when I'm trying to get this into the hands of a Latter-day Saint. But I'm hoping as they read it, they'll see that I'm mainly focusing on the basic doctrines we believe 
And certainly understanding what Mormonism teaches, it's a different book than Mormonism 101 that you and I came out with in 2015 with Baker Books, which was meant to be a comparison. So I did a lot with Mormonism. I did, did a lot with Christianity, but this goes into even more detail than that book does to help us to explain what the Trinity is, or what does it mean that we receive salvation by God's grace? What does that mean to a Mormon? It's different than what it means to a Christian. And hopefully, a Latter-day Saint who is willing to read this book will be able to understand where we are coming from and then recognize those differences because they really are different. If a Latter-day Saint is upset because you have to occasionally compare what we believe to be Christianity as opposed to what they believe Christianity teaches, you have to explain that at some point in the conversation. Now, you try very hard not to bring out a whole lot of quotations from LDS sources or LDS leaders. You're just trying to get the Christian message across. And I think you do it in a way where it won't be lost on a Latter-day Saint. They're going to know really what you're talking about and what you're trying to show from our point of view, as opposed to what a Latter-day Saint is going to hold to. But you don't go out of your way to bring up all the quotes and everything. But some people say, well, can you just do it without even bringing up those comparisons? I don't think you can. I, I, I really don't think you can. At some point in the conversation, those differences have to be discussed. You have to bring them up. You, you take, for instance, Christian radio. You have a lot of Latter-day Saints that we know listen to Christian radio. And I think many of them can listen to Christian radio without a whole lot of conviction because we are using terms, or I should say a lot of those shows that they are listening to, the speaker is using terms that a Latter-day Saint uses. And unless those terms are defined, a Latter-day Saint could listen to those messages, listen to some of the best that is on Christian radio, and walk away feeling perfectly content because they would say, I agree with a lot of what that individual has to say. Now, we've heard complaints about our show in that context, and I can understand that because we are making a point to show the differences in the terminology and such. So a Latter-day Saint couldn't very well walk away from listening to Viewpoint on Mormonism and draw that same distinction let's say, after listening to another program that is mainly geared towards talking to New Testament Christians. That's where I think this book is going to work, because it has enough Christianity. I quote the Bible hundreds of times, different verses from, from different passages. I quote three different uh, systematic theology texts. I quote literally dozens and dozens and dozens of Christians. So this is not just Eric Johnson's opinion of what Christianity is. This is what the historic Christian faith, what it's all about. And so I'm using those citations to help me, but it has just enough on the idea of what Mormonism teaches. And I know Mormonism, I've studied it since the 1980s, to be able to know how I can distinguish the two without having to get too deep with too many quotes. And I think the person who I'm intending this to, to, to give this to should have a basic understanding of Christianity. If they don't, they should read Mormonism 101 before they read this. But with that background, I think it's gonna be very helpful to take it to the next step and explain Christianity with a worldview of Mormonism. Now, we have an offer. Since this book is fresh, it's not supposed to be even released until September 13th. 
Yeah, you can order the book off of Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, ChristianBooks.com. They're available for pre-sale on all of those. But if you would like to get the book before it comes out September 13th, we're asking for folks who would like to help us get through the summer slump here at MRM. All money goes to what we do here uh, to furthering the efforts at Mormonism Research Ministry. All they have to do to get a signed copy mailed to them within the next week or two would be to go to MRM.org slash donate. And that will get you a page that lets you know our address. If you want to send a check in, if you'd like to use PayPal, that's available as well. I don't get the money. In fact, none of the royalties go to me. Everything that is earned on this book goes back to Mormonism Research Ministry. I have donated that back to the ministry. So everything that comes in is helping us to do what we do and be on the radio. And not only that, if you are a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and you would be interested in reading this book, we are willing to give you a free copy. All you need to do to get a free copy, if you are a member of the church, and we hope that you're being honest when you say that you want to read this because we don't want you violating Article 13 of your Articles of Faith, write to Eric personally at eric at mrm.org. Explain that you're a Latter-day Saint, that you're interested in reading this book, and Eric will send you a free copy of Introducing Christianity to Mormons. And the name is eric at mrm.org. Even if you have just left the church in the past year, we'll give that book to you as well. Tomorrow we're going to continue looking at this book that is going to be released very soon, Introducing Christianity to Mormons. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.